You're listening to Arts Britain on Nation with Jack and Christian, and uh, we still have with us in the studio our um, very special guests, Tina and Renee Dixon and Thomas Fay, talking to us about uh, stories about hope. And just something we were talking about during um, the song there is, um, I was curious about, yeah, how, how do you go about um, approaching people who are giving their stories to, um, to the exhibition um, about sharing their stories? And, yeah, people from refugee backgrounds in general, since we are talking about language before too. Um, so I think that if you're a person, you know, let's say Australian and I'm just a mean person with no um, lived experience and you just want to know. Um, so first of all, like, think before you ask think twice and maybe don't ask. And do not. <laughs> and and so what I mean by that, so you know how often it is presented with a well-meaning attention, um, intention and it is assumed that, you know, if you know the story, it actually will be therapeutical for a person or it's going to be really awareness raising for you. What it does in reality that it actually re-traumatizes the storyteller because you essentially have to relieve all the horrors that happened to you while retelling. And you as a person who listens, so you will either kind of get it more like a voyeuristic fascination and you would like think that oh I was so lucky to be born in Australia or it's gonna even vicariously traumatize you because if you've never been through that experience it can be a bit overwhelming so it doesn't the actual question what happened to you doesn't do any justice to the experience and so you know as Renee said before like we don't have to tell you all the violence or pain that happened to us so you will really understand that our lives uh, matter there are other ways to speak we can talk about different issues that community faces we can talk about you know useful strategies for advocating and making a change in the society and you don't really have to know what really happened to us to understand so what you're seeing is sort of being more constructive to talk about is the community issues that you were saying there and things like that yeah. yes because i think that often we have this event in australia when um there'll be some advocacy event and you have a person from a refugee background and they will tell you oh you know tell me your story but the way it is framed that audience is only interested in the past and the violence and abuse and oppression and displacement that happened to you and the question never go beyond that point no one ever asks so let's reflect back on what we do as your allies or as society to really welcome you you know what things would you like to change what are the other issues that we should care about it never goes beyond that point it never simply goes to the question so how are you now like how's your life right now in australia it always just stare on that level of pain but that does not create any greater awareness of the cause it does not make people to identify with people who um who come from experiences of displacement it's just another traumatic experience for them to essentially relieve it back again and like at what cost and as well do you want to tell your story of your like traumatic experience what can happen with you because we can be all vulnerable in all different periods of time doesn't matter where we live in which country so i think you know we th- we should think that when you ask any question to share something you should think about that do we have this amount of trust between us that you can even ask me about this mm. so you're basically mm. saying the question's in two parts and we're not actually answering the second question we're not asking the second question the second part of the question really is like what is your story how are you now they're kind of this, they part needs to be part of the same question. I don't even think that we should be asking what's your story because just okay. by that question of what's your story, we're again framing and fitting person into that box that they're okay. just a refugee, but you know, they're more than that. It's different professions and hobbies and, and whatever. So, like, you know, I'm thinking that some people, they really want to tell their story because they feel they're ready. Yeah. So they will tell it. 
some people are not ready yet and some people will never be ready to share that and I think that there should be no pressure because what also it becomes that it becomes this constant kind of validation of their experience so people who are like Australians you know white western people will be like so tell me what happened to you and it becomes this like a judgment are you a legitimate refugee like are you worthy of protection and you have to constantly justify your existence and your belonging to this place and just like your right to be here because if you won't do it you're not listening to them anymore because they only see you as a refugee and I think that's what we're doing with stories about hope we're completely disturbing that narrative so we're having people who are there to share their stories but they're not talking about what you want to hear they're talking about what is important to them some do recognize that this is what happened to me and this is what i got out of it and some don't some just say oh i'm working here now and i'm doing that now and so that experience does not define you for the rest of your life and I don't think that people should keep pushing you back to that identification. So you're changing the tense and changing the perspective and kind of changing the language around the whole conversation. Yeah. Yeah. That's very important for us. Right. So so the actual nuts and bolts of why we've got here (laughs) is what's going on. So tell us where people can find more information about so, um, first of all, you can find Road to Refuge on a social media, so just Road to Refuge. And uh, Stories About Hope has a website, storiesaboutthope.com.au. It's being held at Federation Square, the No Vacancy Project space, from June 20th to 25th. Um, we'll also be screening the videos on Federation Square in the big screen. Um, and there will be a number of advocacy workshops as well during the week. So, there'll be and lots of that could be storiesabouthope.eventbrite.com? Is that what? Um, that's for opening night, and okay. that's actually sold out. So, oh. uh, look into storiesabouthope.com.au for now. On top of that, Road to Refuge is also running the Coffee Cup Project. So, we're partnering with over 30 cafes to share Layla's story. And that's all about sharing Layla's story of struggle, but also courage and hope and strength. And it's showing that these are people in our communities and they need to be treated as people. Um, They shouldn't be reduced to that singular identity. And it's really in line with stories about hope as well. Beautiful. Well, Renee, Tina, Thomas, thank you so much for coming in and talking to us about this. Thank you so much for inviting us.